It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Dogs are an important part of our lives. That means protecting them from parasites. Ask your vet about NexGuard Plus, a Foxaloner, Moxidectin, and Pyrantal chewable tablets. NexGuard Plus chews provide one-and-done monthly protection against fleas, ticks, heartworm disease, roundworms, and hookworms. Plus, they're delicious and easy to give. Use with caution in dogs with a history of seizures or neurologic disorders. Dogs should be tested for existing heartworm infection prior to starting a preventive. Ask about NexGuard Plus Chews. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. Jake from State Farm here, hanging out with Mel's Mowing Grow. Mel chose State Farm for small business insurance because his local agent is a small business owner, too. So she knew how to help him personalize his policies. And now he's rolling in the green. Like a, like a good neighbor. Guys, I'm trying to do the line. Oh, sorry, Jake. It's all good. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to an agent today. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill Rossetti hitting you guys back up here. Gonna give you a couple episodes here, kind of recap the last couple of days. But we're going to break it up a little bit to kind of make it a little easier for you guys. So this first episode, we're going to go back over the weekend and talk about some of the notes from Saturday and Sunday and just kind of start getting getting you guys caught up some of the intriguing observations as we've done with the media observations and of course some of the the big notes so of course the big big story that came out over the weekend or what started to become a big story was the injury to right tackle Daryl Williams on Saturday now there was a there was a lot of worry that it was going to be a significant Injury, uh, players, practice essentially stopped, players were gathering around him, things were starting to get pretty worrisome. We've talked about Darrell Williams and how he is entering a contract year. There was hopes of getting a new deal done before the start of the season, but it didn't, it didn't sound like anything was going to happen. So when you see something like this happen, as far as the what we thought was going to be a significant injury, uh, it's, it's a tough pill to swallow, you know, because you worry, uh, your, your first worry when you hear, when you hear about injuries and things like that, the, you know, the, and the way everybody was all worried and on their knees is that, you know, it could be a season, season ender. And again, for someone that's entering a contract year, uh, for him as a player, trying to help himself physically and financially, that could have been a big loss. And then for the Panthers as well, it could have been a big loss as well, just just for having that strength up front. But luckily, 
it was a or I shouldn't say luckily um because it's not really a good injury so he suffered a disco dislocated kneecap and an MCL tear uh there was no timetables but you know di dislocated kneecap because we we've seen other injuries like this and they're 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 tough injuries to recover from so really hard to say right now what the I mean cuz I obviously I'm no doctor so I'm not going to sit here and say he's out for this long or there's a season and ending injury I don't know but um hopefully we'll get word soon that or in, in terms of how long he's out for if and when he'll he'll be able to come back but you know all all the best at this point to to Darrell Williams in his recovery. Uh, but some of the other things that happened on Saturday, uh, they, they got the Oklahoma drill going, because Saturday, of course, was the first day that the pads went on, and the Panthers did their Oklahoma drill, and the first one was a pair of rookies going at it. Brand, Brandon Mahon, the undrafted rookie guard out of Penn State, and Kendrick Norton, the seventh-round defensive tackle, out of Miami. Uh, and just a couple other notes going through some of the, again, the media observations. Uh, DJ Moore, they said, had some had some nice moments, so good to see DJ Moore really getting involved. Uh, Dante Jackson and Rashawn Galden continue to get some starter reps. In fact, Saturday they were with the starters in the first 11 on 11 drill so that's that's an interesting note right there uh, they said and one of the notes here over at uh, panthers.com practice appeared to end with an interception by Taylor Heineke by Kevon Seymour but they said appeared is the key word because then Newton started screaming he dropped it while the defense was celebrating uh, Everett Brown, former second-round pick, uh, helping the coaching staff during camp as part of as part of the Bill Walsh Diversity Coaching Fellowship. So, pretty good there. Uh, the Panthers are doing their camp confidential, their annual inside look at training camps. So safety Mike Adams was mic'd up for that, and. I guess this was kind of caught on the microphone. They talked about Captain Munnerlyn poking fun at uh, Mike Adams' age. He said, they said Munnerlyn asked, you were in Tech Mobile, right? Tech Mobile, of course, was released in 1987. <laughs> so he, uh, poking a little fun there. I mean, you know, we, we have to obviously have talked about Mike Adams' age, you know, the fact that he is 37 years old. Uh, but still playing very well, obviously, for for his age. But that that was pretty much it, you know, not not too much there for for Saturday. Uh, if we switch over to the Charlotte Observer and talk about their observations from day three of camp. Again, other than the the Darrell Williams injury. So the first thing they talked they mentioned about was Luke Keekley wearing his cue collar 
to the full contact practice, which is something he's been experimenting with last year. Uh, or at least the collar is something that they're experimenting with to see if it helps, re as studies have shown, it helps reduce the brain trauma that results from impacts to the head. So, you know, with the history of Luke Keekley's concussions, hopefully something like this can help him, certainly help him prevent those blows to the head and he can uh, extend his career rather than risk really ending it with one bad shot. Uh, they talked again about the first Oklahoma drill, again, Brandon Mahon against Kendrick Norton. <clears throat> uh, they mentioned Mahon also took a snap at left guard with the first team before rejoining the second team, as Amini Silatola, of course, has taken the most reps there. Uh, Dante Jackson, they said, had a nice couple plays, but was beaten by... They know that he was beaten by DJ Moore once in a one-on-one -on -one drill, but made up ground and knocked down a pass that was a little underthrown by Cam Newton. Uh, they said things got a little chippy between Vernon Butler and Trey Turner during their one-on-one -on -one battle. But listen, you know, especially for someone like Vernon Butler who's trying to keep making a name for himself in terms of on the field and his production. Again, we're you know. Forget about the the off the field stuff for a minute. Just in terms of on the field, you know, this is a guy that's definitely got to step up a little bit. So, you know, and this is probably just one of those heat of the moment things. Both of them are just kind of uh, just excited and energetic, and sometimes it, it boils over. You know, especially when you're just beating up on your own teammates for a few days. That's that's why. I, we like the first preseason game as well because you're finally able to go after. Excuse me, you're finally able to go after somebody not on your team. You're able to go after somebody on an opposing team because obviously, you know, in the heat of training camp and just doing kind of the same things over and over, it, it, it gets it can get a little tiring and uh, sometimes fatigue can set in or what have you. So. Hey, little little over a week, and the Panthers will get to do that. Uh, and then just a couple notes on a couple players, you know, just quick pieces like Lorenzo Doss, continuing his good training camp. Andre Smith had a good had a good play. Cameron Artis Payne, Torrey Smith. We're noting that Torrey Smith, DJ Moore, and Christian McCaffrey all took turns on punt return drills. Uh, Noted as well, just like the other the other side, Jackson and Galden starting starting a drill with the with the first team with Captain Munnerlin in as well at nickel. Uh, Alex Arma continued with the tight ends, but actually took a carry up the middle. So you're really starting to see kind of the the flexibility a little bit. Uh, Greg Van Rotten botched a snot gun snot shotgun snap, excuse me, uh, and Ron Rivera was certainly not happy about that. Cam Newton had a 50-yard scramble, uh, and James Bradbury had two pass breakups. Uh, this was the interesting story too, though, from Saturday. Cam Newton noticed a man 
wearing a Julio Jones jersey, went to a police officer, uh, pointed out the man, and wanted the officer to escort him out. So the crowd booed the man who was laughing along with Newton. Obviously, this is all kind of jokingly. You know, we, you, you see stuff like this all the time. I've even seen a picture of a fan wearing a Vontez Perfect jersey to Steelers practice. Uh, God bless that man, by the way. <laughs> On the last note, Cam Newton called offensive coordinator North Turner boogie approved. There you go. There, there's your stamp of approval. Uh, so the, that's kind of the wrap-up from day three of practice. Uh, we'll take a minute and then come back, talk about day four, some of the observations from Saturday, or, or not Saturday, Sunday's practice, excuse me. Uh, so come back to that in a minute. But first we want to thank our great sponsors over at nordictrack.com. Uh, you, you know, we, we've we've asked before too. You know, how it's hard to find time to go to the gym if you have such a busy schedule, or you know, you wish you're able to bring the gym to you or have the motivation. Just get that motivation from a trainer. Well, Nordic Track has a series of training equipment to give you amazing workouts in the convenience of your home, including treadmills, exercise bikes, incline trainers, and strength. You can join high-energy streamed workouts any time of the day without stepping on the floor. Join streamed workouts in both studios and exotic destinations around the world. Start your day with a run through the streets of Paris and end with cross-training on the shores of Thailand. Workouts are led by the world's top personal trainers to ensure you meet your fitness goals. So here's a special offer for you Locked On listeners out there. Get $75 off your Nordic Track purchase by visiting nordictrack.com slash locked on and use the promo code locked on. Again, that's N-O-R-D-I-C-T-R-A-C-K.com slash L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N and use the offer code locked on during your checkout to save $75 off your purchase. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. So let's jump back into it now and let's talk about day four, Sunday's practice. And we'll start this time with the Observer and talk about their 10 observations. Uh, first thing they noted was, again, about Darrell Williams saying he was in good spirits when uh, when head coach Ron Rivera talked to him. Again, it was only an ACL injury, so luckily it wasn't his there was an MCL injury, so luckily it wasn't his ACL. But again, it is it is a tough injury because it did involve a dislocated patella, um, which again, you know, it's similar. I don't, I don't recall how similar this is to 
Victor Cruz is injured because, of course, Victor Cruz had that kneecap injury as well. But still, anytime you hear dislocated kneecap, that's, that's, that's just unfortunate. So, you know, we'll see down the line again, like I said earlier, what the what the timetable is going to be for Darrell Williams. Uh, they know that the source told the Observer that the initial plan is to try to have Williams rehab the knee without surgery, although sports medicine experts predict Williams eventually will need to have his recap repaired. Uh, Rivera did say Sunday it's too soon to say whether Williams could return this season. He said, quote, we just started the whole process with him. It's still early. We haven't seen all the results and everything. Uh, Rivera also said, quote, he was very optimistic and very happy about a lot of things. Obviously, the biggest one is that it wasn't an ACL. I know that took a lot of pressure off his mind, unquote. Uh, so let's run through again some of their observations. Talk continually about the battle for the number two quarterback spot. And Sunday was Taylor Heineke's work. Or Taylor Heineke's day with the second-team offense. Uh, Rivera praised him a little bit, saying he's got a lively arm. I think he's a little overconfident because I think every now and then he tries to stick the ball in a tough position. In comparison, when you watch Garrett, Garrett's a little more cerebral. Garrett tends to take a little more of what the defense gives. So you see a little more of those secure passes as opposed to a little more of the gunslinger mentality, unquote. Uh, so Rivera did note that the early preseason games will be key for both players. So while he's talked up Gilbert and Heineke, things aren't looking so good for Kyle Allen, the rookie quarterback out of Houston. They noted he was removed from a pass rush drill by offensive line coach John Matsko after struggling with the cadence and dropping a ball in the pocket. Mats- Matsko replaced Allen with an assistant equipment manager. That's not a good look for the rookie quarterback, obviously. You know, and, and this this isn't a team that's going to keep four quarterbacks on the roster, obviously. So it's already an uphill battle for Kyle Allen. Uh, perhaps he can stick on the practice squad, but you know, time time will tell. But that and that's really the first note we've seen on Kyle Allen. If, if that's the first note, and it's not a good one, then especially on just a little a drill like this being removed by the offensive line coach that that can't say too much about him. So uh, continuing through uh, Cam Newton doing his trademark first down pose after, after scrambling for a first down. Uh, they said, then they said captain Munnerlin had to gently flick a football into his helmet to snap him out of it. So, Cam Newton with his uh, crazy antics, apparently. Uh, Newton and Thomas Davis trash-talking a little bit. Uh, after a pick six by rookie linebacker Chris Frey, Davis directed a shimmying dance at Newton, who was not the quarterback on the play. <laughs> very, very interesting there. Uh, continuing on Newton, they, they said he had some fun with media and players' guests who were watching along the sidelines provided some audio to an NFL films camera saying they're over here in the shade feeling good. All they need is some lemonade. Kyle Love had the day off. As Rivera said, a couple other players got Veterans Days on Monday, something they'll continue to do throughout camp. Uh, Greg Olson had had a nice diving catch. Damian Parnes picking off a Garrett Gilbert pass. 
Captain Mungerlin was as animated as any player through the first week of camp, the Observer notes. said Mungerlin was challenging players, including other defensive backs, to try to block him when he lined up as a gunner during punt coverage. Mungerlin said, put two up and I'll beat him. He's get, and he did that, getting past Parms and Ross Cockrell. And in their last note, they said, It's easy to forget how many NFL players can throw the ball well. Wide receiver Torrey Smith was offhandedly tossing 30-yard spirals off his back foot before Sunday's practice. Hey, maybe Torrey Smith can be an emergency back of quarterback. <laughs> so that's the observer's notes from day four. A quick run-through over at Panthers.com from Max Henson. Again, first thing they talked about was Darrell Williams, the torn ACL and the knee dislocation, but he what he did join his teammates for practice. I uh, know that Kyle Love was the only other absence. Uh, first note they talked about was how the blitz pickup heavily favored the defense as safety Denor Searcy used a nice swim move to get past Greg Olson. Uh, Mike Adams and Cole Luke were also effective against Jason Vanderland and Ian Thomas. Uh, defense had the upper hand for the first few reps of one-on-ones featuring the receivers against cornerbacks. And, I mean, typically when it comes to, you know, the early stages of pads and some of these one-on-one drills, so, so, sometimes the defense usually does does have the edge. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't get too worked up that the offense started off slow a little bit. They said the, the offense did eventually catch up, so... You know, it's really nothing to be worried about. That's just uh, obviously one of the notes that they you want to post out there. And then just, just a couple notes on plays. Uh, O-line, D-line, one-on-ones. They know that started with a win for left tackle Matt Khalil against defensive end Mario Addison. Let's just hope Mark... Matt Khalil can continue, can show that kind of production throughout the entire season. Obviously, it hasn't been the greatest first couple of years in Carolina for Matt Khalil. Who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe this will be the year things finally get going. Uh, Damian Parms. They know it was physical with running back Elijah Hood during a power running drill. Said it was the best play of the period, but not a fair one in running back C.J. Anderson's mind. He pointed out it was a nine-on-seven situations. Uh, you know, it is essentially nine-on-nine, but the two wide receivers were essentially placeholders with nine defenders in the box. So nine-on-seven, nine-on-nine, but almost effectively a Nine-on-seven. Um, talk about Chris Frey interception of Garrett Gilbert in a seven-on-seven period. Uh, and then on the next snap, Cox, Demetrius Cox stripped the ball from tight end Evan Bayless. Uh, continue to note the defense had the upper hand in team drills with a couple of incompletions to start as rookie linebacker Jermaine Carter was on top of a pass intended for Moses Frazier, and Parms picked off Garrett Gilbert's pass 
to Jamal Jones. And then a note on Cam Newton and him firing up the media. C.J. Anderson had a good run. And then they said practice ended with a move the ball drill. The first snap was a quick screen to receiver Jairus Wright. Second play was a, essentially was a coverage sack for the defense. Uh, and then Newton hit D.J. Moore to set up a fourth and three. And then Newton dumped it to Christian McCaffrey out of the backfield and raced, won a race against Thomas Davis, as they put it, to the marker. And that's that essentially wraps up the fourth fourth day of practice. So overall, I think you can get the sense that things are looking pretty decent, pretty solid for the Panthers through, uh, or at least through the first four days of training camp. Again, this this is at least catches up up until Monday. And then, you know, we'll, we'll come back and talk about the Monday practice. Again, we'll break it up a little bit for you so that it's not all in one, uh, in one spot. But before we, before we wrap it up with the weekend roundup, we also want to thank our great sponsors over at Vivid Seats. Vivid Seats is an online event ticket marketplace dedicated to providing fans of live entertainment with experiences that last a lifetime. Vivid Seats offers great prices for NFL games and all live events. With the return event with with the NFL returning, locked on listeners can receive 10% off their first purchase with Vivid Seats. Go to vividseats.com. That's V I V I D S-E-A-T-S, vividseats.com, or download the podcast and enter the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, one word. This is for new customers only, and the offer is good through the end of August. All Vivid Sets, all Vivid Seats confirmed orders are backed by 100% guarantee. And hey, listen... The Hall of Fame game between the Bears and the Ravens takes place tomorrow, Thursday, August 2nd, and that means the start of the regular season is around the corner. This season, don't sit around watching the Panthers from home when you can be at Bank of America Stadium in the crowd cheering in person thanks to Vivid Seats. So again, Vivid Seats is offering Locked On Panthers listeners 10% off your first ticket order when you use the exclusive promo code Locked On L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. For new customers only, and the offer is good through the end of August. Preseason and regular season tickets are available now. The Panthers kick off their home schedule on Sunday, September 9th, against the Dallas Cowboys, and you can be there for all the excitement. Go to vividseats.com or download the app and enter promo code Locked On for 10% off your first order. The offseason is over, the NFL is back, and Vivid Seats wants to help you get to the game. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. 
If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So with that, um, so again, just to kind of recap, so again, at least over the weekend you had the the injury to to Darrell Williams on Saturday, and then we'll also talk about the injury to Ross Cockrell that, of course, came on Monday, so a real quick note before we break it up here. So Monday, of course, was the injury to Ross Cockrell as he was carted off the practice field with a leg injury on Monday as he collided with Torrey Smith during a play. And this was near the end of practice. He reportedly yelled, my leg is broke. And sure enough, that's exactly what happened. He was diagnosed with a broken left tibia and fibula and is out indefinitely. So in all likelihood, so there's a good chance Cockrell will head to IR, which of course means he would at least miss the first six weeks of the season. And they've changed, or eight weeks, I should say, and they've changed it up a little bit. Let's let's just note that real quick, too. One of the changes they made this offseason was to the IR designation. It's not the first eight games anymore. It's now just the first eight weeks of the season to kind of take into account the bye week. So at least now, whenever you have your bye week, uh, it's the first eight weeks of the season you'll be out rather than the first eight games. But uh, tough. Very unfortunate there for Ross Cockrell. He, of course, had been getting mixed in a little bit with the first-teamers. So now it's going to be up to guys like Dante Jackson, like Kevon Seymour, to step up and kind of help offset the loss a little bit of Cockrell, who's, who's going to come in as one of the veteran presences and, again, compete for the starting job. Uh, and we'll dig more into the, the Monday practice on kind of the follow-up episode on this. And then a couple more notes. We'll talk quick, too, about the jersey schedule that came out for the Carolina Panthers. But with that, we'll wrap things up here in this episode. Again, I want to thank our sponsors at Nordic Track and Vivid Seats for their support. And I want to thank you guys for your support and listening and downloading the podcast. Really do appreciate it. Of course, you can find me on Twitter at Bill underscore Rossetti. That's R-I-C-C-E-T-T-E. And until next time, keep it locked here, right here, on L-O-P. Until next time, take care, my friends. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.